Hello, everybody. Welcome back to One More Minute. It's Monique. And today's podcast is called Don't Rush Your Come Up. Um, So I will be the first to admit that I often find myself having semi-anxiety attacks from things not going the way I planned or I imagined them to be. I'm 28. I'll be 30 next year, which means I'm almost 50, which means I'm halfway to 100, which means that my whole life is just zooming by. Like time is quickly passing. Um, And so I've come very far, but I feel like I still have so many more mountains to climb. I have so much more to do um, to get to where exactly where I want to be, whatever that means, right? So at this point, even as recent as last week, I found myself wanting to rush love. I think about being 28. My mom had two kids. She was married. She had two degrees. She had a full family. And I felt like I was lagging behind. Um, I found myself sometimes wanting to rush my career path. Like in the career path that I've chosen working in television, you got to pay your dues, right? You got to start at the bottom and work your way to the top. And I'm just like, when is this going to be over? Like, when am I going to reach the pinnacle of my career success, right? Um, I found myself wanting to rush my goals, my dreams, and all my wishes. And so I've sat and looked at people that I admire and that I stand for. And I'm thinking, Lord, like, when will it be my turn? When will I get to, like, that threshold of, like, where I'm super comfortable, where I feel super successful, where I feel super accomplished? Um, And then I had to have a pep talk with myself, as I often do, and realize I needed to take a chill pill. I think that sometimes a human part of me starts to measure where I am and where I desire to be. And it really just throws me off balance. Um, I think about where I desire to be financially, professionally, and spiritually, and it can give me an anxiety attack, right? So I'm always reminded the where I am intended to be is for that particular time, and I will get where I'm supposed to be, where, where God has me destined to be at the right time. It's kind of like that saying, what's meant to be, will be, and what's for me is for me, and won't, what's for me won't pass me. It's very true for that, about where I want to be. So I think that we're all guilty of creating in our minds what our lives and relationships should be like. We carve out what we think is the perfect love interest, what we think is the perfect career path or situation, and then spass out when it doesn't start in the way we want it to. So the thing about living in this time period um, is that sometimes you're only as good as what you post or we judge ourselves based upon the highlight reels of others. And so we can become envious of the things we see and question where we are without knowing how people got there. And I will say this, the beauty of being a millennial is that we have so many resources at our fingertips. Whatever we think we can do, we do it. If there's no lane for what we want to do, we go and create our own. We teach ourselves the things that we don't know. Um, But on the flip side of that is we have to learn not to rush our come up. We always want what we want when we want it. And that's the downside of living in a microwave society. So it wasn't until um, recently, well, not so much recently, within the last couple of months, I kept seeing this post on Facebook about stars, uh, people that we admire, super successful people in all types of, you know, genres of careers. Um, it talked about a lot of them made it after the age of 30. Now, I don't know who came up with this idea that 30 is like the ending of your life. If you haven't made it by 30, then you haven't accomplished anything. Um, Especially that goes for women when it comes to relationships. You're like, if I'm not married by 30, then I'll be single for the rest of my life. That's We all know that's not true. Um, So when I started to look at some lists of people, I found some very interesting stories. So I'm going to go down the line and tell you some people that made it after the age of 30. So Oprah Winfrey... 
her talk show went national um, when she was 32 years old. She had been working in television since she was a teenager. You know, she started off in radio, then she went to Tennessee State. She worked at local television, and it wasn't until she was 32 that she popped and then went on to be like, become one of the first like black millionaires or billionaires, rather. Uh, Martha Stewart first developed her catering business in 1976 when she was 35 years old. And now we have Martha Stewart, who is a multimillionaire with a huge franchise of all types of things for the home. She had her own talk show. I mean, it's Martha Stewart. Um, Samuel Jackson, our favorite black uncle, cousin, daddy actor. You know, he had a couple of small roles in the 1970s. But he didn't begin to get attention until he was 41 when he landed his role in Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. And my personal favorite, Betty White, made her first debut on the Mary Tyler Moore show when she was 51. It, for all my uh, Mad Men fans, John Hamm was waiting and busting tables before he broke into Hollywood at 29. And he was casted in his first breakout role at 36. Vera Wang was an editor for a magazine. And she had been working there for years and she was passed over for an editor in chief position. And so then, you know, what she did. She took that situation. She didn't get what she wanted. And she started designing dresses at the age of 40. And now we have the Vera Wang collection, you know, Vera Wang shoes, Vera Wang dresses. I mean, it's Vera Wang. She is a fashion phenomenon. For those out there who love Amy Poehler, like myself, she started in the Upright Citizens Brigade in the late in her late 20s. Um, she didn't start working on SNL until she was 31. And then now at 41, she is a comedic powerhouse. Then we have another one, J.K. Rowling, um, the author of Harry Potter, one of the largest literary franchises in the world. Um, she started writing, you know, it took her years to write this book. She was a single mother living overseas. She wrote this book about Harry Potter and now... She literally has crafted her own lane of being an author. And she's one of the 12th richest women in the U in the United Kingdom. Um, I could keep going and going and going, but I use those examples to show you that those people didn't become powerhouses overnight. Those people didn't make it overnight. They had to work daily at achieving their dreams. You know, God has given us visions and dreams for an appointed time. My new boss, uh, she, we were sitting in one of our one-on-ones and she told me this quote. She was like, my grandmother used to always tell me that God helps those who help themselves. And that resonated with me. You know, along with God helping those who help themselves, he also has your ultimate win for an appointed time. Um, think about it this way. Your boss or whoever you work for or your CEO started off where you were and worked their way up. They had to log mail before they could lead a team. The entrepreneur that you franchise, people like the Myleeks and, you know, the people, the branch sisters who own Mrs. Jessie's, you know, Miss Jessie's, they had to have three or four failed businesses before catching a break and making a profit. Um, that person who has all that beautiful long hair, she had to do a big chop before she could start draping, before she could, you know, learn her curl pattern. You know, I use those examples to show you, like, in every area of things that you admire, and everything that people are doing that are successful, whether it's, you know, whether they're an athlete, they had to practice each day to win that championship. Whether it's somebody that's a marketer, they had to come up with a marketing campaign. They had to come up with the research to create something that's successful. You know, whether 
it's a singer. They have to go to singing lessons. You know, they had to sit in the studio all day long, all night long to come up with a hit record. Um, nothing happens overnight. You know, God gives you visions and dreams for an appointed time, but he gives them to you for a reason. And along the way, he gives us the will to win and he gives us the tools that we need to plant seeds for our bigger vision to manifest and to blossom. So no matter how many times we fall, no matter how times we're inconsistent, how many times we give up, how many times we lose hope, how many times we doubt ourselves, or how many times we get dis- dis- discouraged because the money or the opportunities don't add up, it's our job to keep striving. It's our job to build our dreams and the lives we want for ourselves daily. All the delays and setbacks are a part of a greater story and everything that we want will manifest when it's supposed to when God sees fit for it to happen. So, you know, in the meantime, while we're waiting for all those things that we want to line up, while we're waiting for our love life to flourish, while we're waiting for that promotion at work, while we're waiting for, you know, our lives to take our spiritual to get closer to God, we have to allow those, you know, very tranquil moments to get us closer to where we're supposed to be. And we're supposed to use each day as a stepping stone to get to our ultimate goals. So even though the come up doesn't happen overnight and it won't happen overnight, it's coming. So it's our job to not rush it. So if you took anything away from that, just know that in due time, everything will happen the way that it's supposed to. So I hope you enjoy the second installment of Mo Mitch Mondays. Um, Quick note, I started Mo Mitch Mondays as an accountability test for myself. And to prove something to myself uh, that not only am I talented and I am, you know, someone with great vision and someone that's accomplished and I have things that I want to do. But also to prove to God that I can, that he can trust me with the gift that he's given me. And the only way that I can show him that I, that he trusts me or I can show him that he can trust me what I have is to actually use it and consistently do it. So I hope that you all enjoy Moments Mondays. I'll be giving you something new every single Monday. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at atmonificent11. Also follow the Single Black Female Project. This will be on the Single Black Female Project as well at sbfproject.com. Follow us on Instagram at sbfproject. Um, and if you have any questions or comments or you want to share our own personal story about your your come up and what it took for you to get to where you are, feel free to share that in the comments below. Also, I would love for you to listen, like, and share this podcast. And as always, I'll keep giving you more until next time.